found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's the first day of June, Wednesday. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. You're telling me for sure you didn't. Yeah, you, I, I, you had nothing to do with it. Nothing this. to do with it, no. It's like everything's back to where it was. Because we're missing some stuff. Yeah, and it, it's like everything that was I had done is gone, and everything that I had done before is back. Interesting. <laughs> it's creepy weird. That's yeah. what it is. Well. But uh, thank goodness we've got that back, so. Oh, I can rest. <laughs> rest assured now. <laughs> that things will be okay. There you go. On this first day of the month of June. Gas prices. Gas prices. The national average for unleaded gas hit another new high of 4.62 a gallon Tuesday. Analysts say gasoline prices usually peak by mid-May, but this year prices at the pump could continue to rise into July. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Average gas price in California is now six bucks a gallon. First time ever. California drivers are paying an average of six fourteen a gallon. All-time high for that state. San Francisco, average price there, $644, highest ever recorded price. Now, the industry analysts blame the soaring costs on tight supplies, the volatile crude oil market, and Russia's ongoing war in the Ukraine. Look over there, folks. That's the reason. That's why this is up. We're not making any profits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no. That's well, we want the prices down just like you. <laughs> yeah. Just like you. We want those. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I did notice, what was it? A, I don't know. It was almost a 20-sit dis- discrepancy in this town the other oh, day. Oh, we had, we had 30 yesterday. Gas went up to, what, 489 yesterday? Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because I had spotted at the time, one was at four fifty something, and the other was at like four seventy something. Yeah. And fortunately, I picked the four fifty something as a random act, and it panned out. How about that? Yeah. Of course, just enough to get by. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> well, how I told you the day as I was leaving, and four miles to go till. Had they already upped it to that price by then? I paid no attention. At some point, it doesn't even matter, right? It doesn't, like... You're looking for that $5 to come up on the dial. You're not paying attention to gallons. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky, 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 squeaky. <laughs> All right, there's, and you're full. There's $25 right now. All right. <laughs> this... um. And I don't understand why on earth you'd ever do this. Florida police believe a man who was searching for a Frisbee in a lake. This was on Fox News earlier. This made, like, national news. No kidding. Yeah. At a Largo park, may have been killed by a gator. 47 years old, found dead Tuesday in St. John S. Taylor Park. Largo police say that despite there being no swimming signs posted, detectives believe 
The victim was looking for frisbees in the water. Who gives a hoot, okay? <laughs> looking for frisbees, golf balls, buried treasure, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Florida fish and wildlife trappers were sent to the scene. They're currently working to remove a nearby alligator. Once they succeed in doing so, they'll attempt to determine if it was responsible for the guy's death. Gosh. Was he all marled up? You know? I don't... Why on earth would you do that? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? I'd come nowhere close to any lakes in Florida. Feed the ducks? No, I'll stay back here. <laughs> no, I'll stay in the car, thanks. <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it. I guess it was next to a, a disc golf okay. facility. All right. And so he was in the water looking for those, you know, those frisbees they, they use in disc golf. Probably clean it up, makes money on the side. I don't know. <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't care if I spent 50 bucks on that Frisbee. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> and then this. How do you do this? A woman gored by a bison at Yellowstone National in Wyoming after she walked up to the animal. Now, why are you doing that? Unidentified 25-year-old from Grove City, Ohio, walked towards the bovine as it neared a boardwalk just north of Old Faithful. She got within 10 feet. 10 feet. It gored her and tossed her 10 feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. She suffered a puncture wound and other injuries taken to a hospital, and she died. She died. Oh, it killed her. Yeah. Wow. That's too bad. Yellowstone visitors are advised to stay at least, <laughs> and I'll keep my distance, at least 75 feet. Like bison, elk, bighorn sheep, deer, moose. Coyotes. <laughs> and at least <laughs> 300 feet away from bears and wolves. Hmm. Okay? Yeah. Park officials warn bison have injured more people in Yellowstone than any other animal. They're unpredictable and can run three times faster than you can. <laughs> so but 75 feet's so, not much. They look so peaceful and docile just standing there, you know? Like a big old... So fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy. <laughs> 75 feet doesn't give you much of a head start. No. Okay. No, it it's, I don't. I've never been there, but I have no desire to run across any of that stuff. Yeah. 300 feet from bears and wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the doggy. Who's, who's a good boy? It's like. <laughs> and if you uh, want to mess around with a bighorn sheep, you know, they're going to butt you right. out of Jellystone. Okay, it's right down the geyser, probably, like a football. <laughs> like a football. I just don't. Uh, she's 25 years old, so it's, but I don't know why you would ever do that. I'd like to go out there sometime and see some of that, but I think it'd be best to be in like a trolley, a uh, a trolley lined in perhaps uh, you know heavy metal. <laughs> so like, so like a, a safari yeah. truck thing, but it's all like enclosed. 
With a big bubble. Yes. <laughs> or like, you know, just little tiny peepholes. All right, if you look out the left side peephole, you'll see the great American bison. <laughs> Off in the distance, you'll see a wolf. There's just a lot of predatory animals around there. Oh, uh, yeah. So, plus the hot geysers. I mean, I'd get scalded. You know, I'd probably... You know. <laughs> it is 6.30. We'll uh, take a break for a look at news. We've got a look at our weather on the way. And you recently saw one of the hit movies of the summer. Yeah. Well, if folks are going to go see movies... There could be an issue for them. Oh, no. I'll tell you about that when we come back. Oh, no. Yes, there could be a big issue. <laughs> More tidbits are on the way. This is Tidbits. Well, we're back on this Wednesday edition of Tidbits. Just got a message from my friend, uh, Brenda. Okay. Brenda Reedaboo. All right. Uh, she says, just an FYI, <laughs> today is the last day of a fundraiser for a film that was filmed in Martinsville, Indiana, that I was asked to write a song for one of the scenes. And Lord willing, it will come out this Christmas. The film is called The Rose Wagon, A Season of Hope. Hmm. Donations with reward potential can be made today at therosewagon.com. Okay. So you can invest in a movie and perhaps get, uh, you know. There you go. Something out of it. Yeah. It's interesting. Perhaps that'll be on uh, Hallmark Channel. Maybe. They, they get a lot of good Christmassy type uh, stuff. So good luck to her. Yeah. yeah. That's Thank good, you, Brenda. Good news. And while you're going to the movie, you may run into this. Inflation. And disruptions to the supply chain <laughs> are causing a shortage of popcorn, candy, soda, and other snacks at movie theaters. Oh, no. Theater operators are also having difficulty restocking key concession stand items, such as the bags that hold the popcorn, as well as sheen linings that prevent butter from seeping out. Oh. The supply crunch has forced cinemas to limit sales to non-paper containers made of either plastic or metal, which also double as advertisements for blockbuster films. Hmm. You can take your bucket home and look at Batman. I'm sure they'll have another Batman. <laughs> look at Batman. <laughs> uh. The disruptions to the supply chain have also affected shipments of plastic trays that hold strands of licorice. Plastic cups, nacho trays, and soda flavors. <laughs> Some theater owners have had to buy unused cups from rival theaters that have gone out of business. <laughs> from rival theaters, oh no. <laughs> and then use those to serve beverages to customers. Even the logo on the cup is that of a competitor. It's <laughs> just... No popcorn at the movies. Now, come on. That's, of course, I'm sure everybody, you know, they're not worried about the candy necessarily. They take their own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you sneak your own. Yeah. <laughs> but, That's the yeah. American way. <laughs> you, 
you got to have a soda pop and some other snacks as well as the popcorn. It's just part of it. It's part of the uh, experience. Because I'm not normally a popcorn eater, but if I go to the movies, which the last one I attended was, oh, I don't know, four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You saw Big with Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Or I mean Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks, my bad. Tom Hanks. Well, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taco Bell is running out of Mexican pizza. Okay. This less than two weeks after they brought it back. Yeah. The chain owned by Yum Brands said in a statement that it's working with its restaurants and suppliers to get Mexican pizza back on its menu permanently by the fall. I can't believe, man, when they re- like reintroduced it, my Facebook feed was just nothing but people's pictures of Mexican pizza. Are you kidding me? Dead serious. I didn't even know they had it. <laughs> you know, that's out of out of touch I am. I don't know why I didn't get a telegraph about this. <laughs> Pick up my big heavy phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it says here. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, and the phone industry really had it going for a while. Because you paid rent every month for those big old heavy phones. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah. then every month you had your bill, and then you got long distance. Mm-hmm. But if you had a good one, this thing's weighed about you know, 15 pounds. Yeah. And full of good heavy guts. <laughs> okay. That's why they would occasionally be weapons in movies, you know. <laughs> Now no one even knows what they are. Hit someone with the phone and take them out. Uh, let's see. Now, would you want to go on a ride like this? Disney World's new state-of-the-art roller coaster Yes. is making customers sick, sick to their stomachs, forcing the theme park to hand out barf bags. Do you really want to go through that? Oh, boy, it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, rotates 360 degrees and has the first ever reverse launch on a roller coaster in Disney history. It's causing intense motion sickness among some passengers. Barf bags. They, the had a, the um, they have a ride. Well, they still do. They have a ride. Um, Mission Space, where you... It's a. It's a... You get in this like cockpit thing. It's okay. it's the coolest ride, and you have a screen in front of you. It's okay. like three D, and it simulates a takeoff, like you're on a shuttle, and okay. it simulates that takeoff, and you're flying through space, and then it, and you crash land on Mars. Right. That, that's kind of the gist of <laughs> of the ride. Okay. But um, it was so intense, like people were having heart attacks when it oh, first. Oh my! They get on this thing. And it was so intense. They were like. Heart palpitation, all this no stuff. No kidding. Yeah. A couple people died. It was like. <laughs> Maybe we lost Grandpa Alta. <laughs> <laughs> and even today, when you go, there's one, there's there's two versions. There's the less intense version. Okay. And then there's the full featured. You know, right. Let's go for it. And you liked it. Oh, it's great, Ryan. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Didn't fall out of it or anything? No, you're enclosed. Okay. It's, okay. it's right. basically. <laughs> A centrifugal force type. So, like, the mechanics of it are you're getting spun. Oh, my. But you don't know it because oh. 
they use other tricks okay. to make you feel like you're it's it's incredible. <laughs> Imagine being one of those guys inventing all this because they've got a whole crew of oh yeah. What do they call them imagination imagineers. Ima- yeah, imagineers. <laughs> and I've watched ride-throughs on this new uh, Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. Like I've I've seen ride-throughs on this one. It looks cool. It looks really cool. So you would attempt it. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, so you've got I just uh, ride. You know, the, what's the worst going to happen? The, you know, the coaster at Indiana Beach leaves marks on my arms from being so tense. I'm black and blue. <laughs> That's how you're in your truck, though, when you drive around. Arm out the window. <laughs> <laughs> you're bracing for impact. <laughs> Wheel has indentations. <laughs> He makes fun of me, folks, but all this is just bull, okay, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> and then you drive him somewhere. <laughs> all right, this is what we need to be doing. All right. This is a study from OpenTheBooks.com. 98 lifeguards in Los Angeles earned at least $200,000, including benefits last year. Another 20 earned between 300 grand and 510,283 bucks. Wow. 37 also earned between 50 and 247,000 dollars in just overtime pay. I can see us out there bare-chested running <laughs> up and down the beach. <laughs> Slow motion. Mhm. <laughs> It says their salaries are more than 15 times the average. Jeez. Thanks in part to a lucrative non-compete contract, the Lifeguard Union, see they've got a union, was able to secure with the city of Santa Monica. Wow. It's not only about the cash, and after 30 years, okay, so you're a little long in the tooth for a lifeguard, you put 30 in. (laughs) Lifeguards can retire as young as 55 at 79% of their pay. Wow. Why wouldn't you want to do Why that? Why would you not want that? What a gig. Slick back your hair with a little brill cream. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Out there in your Speedo. That floaty thing you got to carry around. <laughs> the floaty thing. See, we'd pass the course. <laughs> what do we do with this floaty thing? <laughs> That's just a lot of money, though. Yeah, it is. Good yeah, grief. Is. But okay, I wonder, though. I wonder. Okay, of course, they're on, on duty more. They are. Yeah. And, you know, we kid, but it's probably a pretty intense job. When yeah, it, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure there are times when it's, like, just super yeah. awful. But I wonder, how far does, does half, like, this 500 grand get you in the city of Santa Monica? What kind of lifestyle does that afford you? I mean, here we're like, oh, geez, that's like, it's huge. But out there. So like 22 bucks an hour. Is it? You know, is know. it? <laughs> they live in little shacks. I don't know. You know, we don't know. Is there a lifeguard community they all live in? So you just save money. <laughs> I don't Where drama happens, you know, off the clock. <laughs> I don't know. It still sounds like a lot of money, no matter where you live. Right. It probably is. And finally, this good news. See, I like to end on good news sometimes. <laughs> sure. <Okay. laughs> Scientists have found coffee drinkers 
are at a lower risk of death than non-coffee drinkers. And those who like the drink sweet are even less likely to die. How about that? Because Matt likes his sweetie. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Researchers found people who drank between one and a half to three and a half cups of caffeinated coffee were less likely to die in comparison to those who did not take sugar or those who did not drink coffee at all. Wow. People who drank any amount of unsweetened coffee were up to 21% less likely to die than those who do not drink coffee. And those who like their coffee sweet, mm. 31% less likely. How about that? Than non-coffee drinkers. How about that? Researchers uh, say their results were inconclusive for participants adding artificial sweeteners to their coffee. Mm. But you go with sugar, right? I mean, whenever you... I go with a... Uh is it stevia? Oh, okay. So it's a fake. Is it? Is it? I thought it was made from, I don't know. Why has it got a weird name? If it's made from sugar, why isn't it just called sugar? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. So we got time. Okay. Is stevia... Yeah, stevia and artificial sweetener. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> stevia... Is hundreds of times sweeter than sugar. Oh my! Has no calories. Uh -oh. It comes from a plant, so some consider it a natural rather than artificial sweetener. Okay. So you're even sweeter. You know your odds may go up to forty-one, fifty-one percent. How about that? You know I don't know. So does it seem like things are sweeter, sweeter with it? Or I, don't, you I just feel need like less? I, I've known that. We just I just use less. Yeah. Because you know if you use like what you normally would. Oh my gosh, it'd be awful. Be, yeah. So good news there if you drink coffee. And I know some folks out there just hate it. But there's no statistics on the super chuggalogs, soft drinks, <laughs> especially diet soft drinks. Right. In fact, they've uh, studies before have shown them to be not so good for you. For real. Yeah. So there you go, Matt. Some uh, tidbits with good news at the tail end just for all of us. How about that? We'll do it again tomorrow. It's hard to believe it's Wednesday already. I know. So a couple of days and we'll call it another week. Okay. How about that? Sounds good to me. See you then. Right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.